The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, and strong language. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seven Harry Potter books. Seven players in Quidditch. Unicorns turn white at seven years old. Harry's wand costs seven gold galleon. Seven dwarves. There are seven deadly sins. Seven, seven facts, facts to, to introduce, introduce our, our seventh season. season. <laughs> Welcome back to the Potterotica Podcast. I'm Lindsay. <laughs> I'm Allie. I'm Danny. And that was dramatic. That was so cultish. <laughs> wow, wow, that wow. That music. It's so beautiful. We're going to keep that going the entire season in the background <laughs> as hype music. It really is motivating. For the best season ever. I'm just going to be back here ribbon dancing while you guys do the pod. <laughs> um, so if you didn't pick up on it, it's our seventh season. It's our seventh season. And, excited. and seven is a magical number. It is. Basically in Everywhere. all literature, but specifically in Harry Potter. I did a little research I dug. I went to the library and dug this info up, <laughs> and by the library I mean Pottermore.com. And there are, I think, 152 references the word seven across all the books, Whoa. and it's like everything is seven. Dobby has seven socks, even so. And Severus is sh- is short for seven. Yeah. yeah, there's been seven dark defense against the dark art teachers. <laughs> Seven. It, Ron from, ate seven cakes at every meal. Seven from Stranger Things. No, it's eleven. Oh my god. <laughs> And also, number 11 is significant in a different fandom. 7-Eleven is the best way to get Doritos. <laughs> that was the bridge I was trying to get. Nice job. You guys, really I, I betrayed us all and tried organic Doritos, white cheddar organic Doritos. They're not that good. They were horrible. I've had organic Doritos. They're a, No, but a I mean nightmare. like, no, like Dorito brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had organic Doritos. Okay, you're not just saying like some organic tortilla chip. <laughs> no. That's what I feel like you're saying. Actual Dorito okay. brand. brand loyal. Brand loyal. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Called they're really, Doritos. They're really low on like on seasonings. Well, if you couldn't yeah, they're tell, bland. they're bland. That's what that means. Com- coming <laughs> back, coming back from our break, we have changed none. We have experimented with new things, <laughs> but we are the same old. Golden threesome. Yeah. And we were so excited to be back. It was an incredible break just to look inside ourselves, look at different places. And so I think we're coming back just really excited about the story, the season. Danny spent the whole break researching the number seven. He did. I have... As did I, clearly. I have 777 strings around my house. So... um, yeah. It does make sense biblically that after the sixth season we rested. Yeah, like this. Although oh, that would make this our resting season. Yeah, but it's not a resting. We're, We're gonna, gonna kick fun. back and take it real easy. <laughs> Some people rest. They're lazy. Yeah. we don't. It's like rest, laying down, sex. This is our yeah. yeah. It works. Okay. So this is our um, dead fish sex season. Yeah. This is where we smoke a cigarette in bed. So yes. I. Relaxed, tried organic Doritos. <laughs> um, and I went on a trip with my family to Orcas Island in Washington and whale washed and stayed at a cabin and took in the Pacific Northwest fresh air. So fresh. Yo. I went to Sardinia, Italy, and Rome uh, with an event called A Fest. Uh, look it up, it's very cool. It's an entrepreneur's conference slash, like, it's like a TED Talk meets Burning Man. It's like, the best way I would like it. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Burning uh, Ted. Burning Ted. 
And I went to Detroit, and my sister uh, was a DJ at Pride Fest in Detroit, and so I did that. And then I, uh, yeah, kicked back, took it easy, prepared for season seven. Feeling good. Season seven. Seven. Um, and then I just, I worked. I took the you opposite. Like, I took a two-month sabbatical while you right, guys worked. Right, true. Then I went back to work. Which was really hard, only because I got so used to the sabbatical life. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm like firing on a couple of cylinders now, which is good. Yeah. Um, and then just kind of continued to set up my new place, which is which is really nice. Your patio looks so good. Marco is got the greenest thumbs and has done a beautiful job that I get to benefit from. The other day we went to DC for DC Pride, which oh gosh, was super that's fun. Right. Uh-huh. Nader did not perform there, but uh, I wish he did. Gosh, Next year. She'd love it. Um, but he was like, you gotta freaking drown these plants. And I'm like, <laughs> I, think, I think I'm doing it wrong. And I like underdrowned that anyway. So Oh no, did some die? No. Okay. He went back and redid my work, which is a common theme. <laughs> Allie, I, re- I learned right before starting that Allie re-edited the word count per chapter. And I love you for it because it's going to be better. Thank you. I tried. So speaking of, well, yeah. we'll talk about the book and then we've got a couple of other things that we'll come back. But By book, do you mean story? By book, I mean story, which is we are reading a fantastic story, um, which is actually a series written by a Potterotic mm-hmm. um, who goes by the pen name Palm de Plume. And the series is called the boy who lived and the girl who tapped. So great. <laughs> and there isn't. And also, very that's PG. T-O. In Danny's accent, it says like tapped. The girl who tapped danced. And the girl who tapped. <laughs> <laughs> she tapped. It was crazy. She's so talented. She's a tapper. She tapped it. So um, we are so excited. It's actually a, a series of a couple different stories that all flow together. And so we are so pumped and honored that Pound of Bloom let us read it. Although... I will acknowledge that we have had a couple stories that are in our queue of Palm de Plumes. So when we reached out about this one, they said, yes, I've already given you permission. <laughs> yeah, 48 times. <laughs> I'm like, Come Thank you, on. promise it's happening this time. <laughs> oh, so. we, well, we care about getting author permission, so it's better deal. to get it 10 times than no time. <laughs> We're going to get the last one that's going to be like, no, never mind. <laughs> yeah. I used to done. say yes, but if you ask me again, it's no. So. What Do and we have then, other announcements before we can? Well, speaking of potterotics, we also stay tuned at the end of the episode because we have got some incredible songs that have come in. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've got three songs happening at the end of the episode. So uh, we have got another ditty by the one and only Uncle Aragog. <laughs> John Legend. John Legend. <laughs> and this one is to the tune of Stacy's mom. It's called uh, Harry's mom. It's, it is so a riot. It's so good. Funny. I was playing it for my family when I was in Detroit. And I was jamming <laughs> around the house. So that one's amazing. Then we have a collab between Jenny and Stephanie who did a Frozen rendition. Instead of Love is an Open Door, <gasps> Love is a Locked Door. So it's a little <laughs> bit of a throwback to season six. Yes. And then the last <laughs> one is by Hannah. And she uh, changed the words and sent it a song to the tune of Fuck You. By CeeLo. By CeeLo Green. So, yeah. You guys so are so good. And we are taking a break from songs for like us ourselves for our intros. Yes. So continue sending us songs because we love them and you guys are so talented. I'm excited to see what this story inspires. Oh, I know. Mm, hopefully so it's some like 90s grind music. Mm. That's mm. just what you always hope for. I know. <laughs> Forever. That's my like number one hope. Um, and then if you're not a songwriter but you're a writer-writer, yes. I think we announced this on our last quickie, but we are going to continue to reinforce it. I'm going to post official rules. But for season eight, we are looking for a Grindledore Potterotica original story. Yes, yes. Because we have not found one that has met all of our requirements. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it needs to be a certain length, like twenty to 35,000 words. 
consent up the wazoo. The you gotta waz. get consent to then get consent up the wazoo. <laughs> um, and then and then we want it to be hot, we want it to be steamy. It's a double opt-in. It's a double opt-in. <laughs> right. Don't just put consent yeah. up the wazoo. <laughs> and so I mean we'll check out all of the rules online um, mm-hmm. and timelines and stuff because we'll make this official. Cause if you're gonna write thirty five thousand words, what? you better freaking make sure that we are telling you how to do it. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. And then the last announcement I had is um, I'm going to be going to Dallas for LeakyCon. Yay! Um, the girls are going to be in their respective cities. You're going to be in Tucson. Mm-hmm. And Allie's going to be in Detroit. I'm in the D. Yep. Dirty D. So um, I will be part of the, there's a podcast panel at LeakyCon. Yeah, Harry Potter podcast. Yep. Yes. With uh, Potterless, Harry Potter and the Secret Text, and a couple others. So I'm really, really excited. Cool. You got to just be like so, so, so I, sexy. You, you have to be three times like, sexy. Yeah. I love you conventions. Hold it down. Oh my gosh. So I'm really excited. And Tell me this why. is like the one. What do you love about conventions? I mean, I love the people watching. I just, people freaking commit to it. I love anything where people commit, you know? Yeah. And so they do that. And I love convention food. So <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect that <laughs> turn. <laughs> I mean, I can, I can like, pick uh, you up hot dogs if know. that was what I you like, want. I want a hot dog, so. Guys, right before we dive in, can we just have a moment of silence for the fact that hot Matthew Lewis is now off the market? He's married. All right, here's our moment of silence. And back to the story. Oh, yeah, yeah, back to the story. Congrats. Can we have a moment of pre- silence that Tom Felton is still on the market just playing that guitar <laughs> on the beach? <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere right, that's it goes. That's another tragedy. <laughs> it's also a tragedy. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Do you guys think that's why Matthew Lewis didn't come to um, Emerald City Comic, like be a part of our he panel? He didn't want to be tempted? Yeah. He was like, no, I'm about to be married, and yeah. these three are too sexy. It's too much heat. down this road again. Too much heat. <laughs> so much heat. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. We're ready to... We can swan dive in. Yeah. yeah. We, don't even, we don't have a pensive or anything. We already pensieved to their own personal yeah. lives. Let's start off with chapter one of Potterotica. What happened on their first episode? <laughs> Three things. Snape to Danny. <laughs> Snape bathed. Next. <laughs> the end. Um, um, okay. Okay. Let's do it. Part 1, A Memorable Farewell, June 1998. Everything in the forest was silent, save for the rustling leaves and the sounds of birds. Squirrels hopped between branches and ran around collecting nuts. Yeah, they did. It's already getting sexy. (laughs) Hot, 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 hot. The sun was bright today, but it was dark beneath the canopy of the treetops. Ginny pushed off the tree she was leaning against, then walked over to peer into the water of the pond and smile at her reflection. Oh, no one was around. <laughs> no one was around this spot in the forest of Dean that Harry had chosen for their picnic. He hadn't said much about it, other than it had been a place that he, Ron, and Hermione had been during the time in hiding during the last year. Let's hope it turns into a dicknick. <laughs> dicknick. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds really romantic. This is where we hid from Death Eaters. Caution, grinding starts forest fires. <laughs> <laughs> Only you. This is, where, this is where crotch we, fires. This is where we bring back uh, Yogi Bear and Smokey the Bear. <laughs> the uh, half brothers. Half brothers. <laughs> Same dad. Same dad. <laughs> <sighs> the pond was isolated, and that was what seemed to matter to Harry right now. He told Ginny he wanted somewhere they could go to to be alone. Something about the tone of his request had made her nervous, but she was trying to remain optimistic about this meeting. Hmm. 
Ginny dusted off her dark blue robes as she approached Harry. She had tried to dress as casually as she could, per Harry's request. They were nice robes, but not too nice. <laughs> Harry asked her to be business casual. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a dress code? <laughs> blue slacks and... <laughs> Don't overdo it. Ginny, just... Well, they're at picnicking, and she's probably like, "Well, is it a nice date?" You'd be annoyed. Oh, if it was a because it was like a surprise. She didn't know she was yeah, picnicking. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. If somebody said surprise date to you, yeah, what would you? I would like need to know like what ish to wear. Right, fine. Something fine. casual. Well, this one time, Matt's like took me on a surprise date, and he's like, "I don't know, just wear something athletic." And we went to a trapeze school. <laughs> I was like, could you have been a little bit more specific? Right, like, am I going to need to, like, yeah. Were you um, wearing, like, high heel Adidas? You know, there's, like, that combo. That, usually I would have worn something That's like that. That feels like my... Yeah. <sighs> Harry hadn't said much since they arrived. He was being unusually quiet. He had set up the blanket and put out the sandwiches in silence while Ginny wandered off. He seemed pensive and perhaps a little troubled. Here you go, Harry said with a small smile, then handed Ginny a sandwich. Cheers, Ginny said, taking it with gratitude. They ate in silence. <laughs> you guys, I hope she didn't toast. I hate when people toast food. She Unless just, it's with a toddler. If she tried to cheers their sandwiches, I'm not into it. But I don't think she Maybe that's why he was quiet. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's like, unable to respond to that ridiculous he, act. He's like, oh, of he's course He's rethinking she did. everything. Great. He's like, oh, oh this no. changes everything. Her ring is in the other half of the sandwich. I got to get it out. <laughs> They ate in silence. It wasn't an awkward or uncomfortable silence, but Ginny was desperately wondering what was on Harry's mind. You guys, what's your guess right now? There is nothing on Harry's mind, I promise you. What's your take from this so far about the nature of their relationship? Are they together or are they not quite yet together yet? Because it feels like if she's nervous and he's got something on his mind, like they don't seem like a couple. They seem like they want to take it to the next level. Yeah. 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 Like DTR incoming. What is DTR? What's DTR? Down to relationship? Define the relationship. Oh. 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 <laughs> down oh, to it's a down, cute mate. What did this say? Down to relationship is <laughs> way cuter. What, <laughs> what are the 16-year-olds saying, Lindsay? Please tell us. <laughs> this is an old one. <laughs> it's an oldie. Their sandwiches finally finished. Ginny watched as Harry's green eyes scanned the forest. <laughs> Whatever his eyes were searching for, Ginny felt like it couldn't be found within the forest confines. <laughs> Fenrir Grayback. <laughs> like frantic. His baby daddy. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Ginny asked. I'm not sure exactly. I don't know how to put it into words. Harry said, then rubbed a dark hand on his forehead across his scar. Wait, that's weird. Rubbed a dark hand. (laughs) He's wearing just like one black glove. (laughs) Ginny, run for your fucking life. (laughs) He's got chloroform (laughs) in the other hand. (laughs) Dark. (laughs) Some gone girl stuff. I'm not sure exactly. I don't know how to put it into words, Harry said, then rubbed a dark hand on his forehead across his scar. It doesn't hurt, does it? Ginny asked with concern. Harry shook his head and said, no, Voldemort's dead, and whatever part of him that was inside me is gone. (laughs) Toxic comes on. (laughs) (laughs) Ginny wasn't sure she fully understood what it meant for Harry to carry around an actual piece of Voldemort's soul in him for his entire life, and it was possible Harry didn't either. Do you feel different now? Ginny asked. Yes and no. It's still me, but it's like a dark weight has been lifted. And now I'm doubting myself. I doubt my feelings and my thoughts. Everything I've said or done or even thought before could have been influenced by having Voldemort inside of me. Lindsay was just talking about getting her braces removed and <laughs> the freedom. When I was a teen, not just. Just now. <laughs> like, and, like three weeks ago. <laughs> and it, it seems very much like when you get your braces removed and you're like, oh is gosh, this new normal? Are these my teeth? <laughs> Am I this attractive? <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> Carrying around a piece of the Dark Lord is just like yeah. having braces. Absolutely. <laughs> Everything I've ever said or done or even thought before could have been influenced by having Gwildemore inside of me, Harry said. There was only a small piece of you-know-who inside of you, Harry. It was always more Harry Potter in you than him, Ginny said, and leaned over and gently poked a pale finger into the center of Harry's chest. Harry smiled and leaned over into Ginny's mouth, briefly pressing his full lips into hers before quickly parting again. All right, that seems pretty coupley. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> a chaste kiss. <laughs> I know that's true, but I don't feel it, Ginny. I think I need some time. <gasps> I need to know who I am, Shoot. Harry said. He oh, brought her on shit. a breakup picnic? Wow. They didn't even finish their meal Ouchie. yet. Let a girl finish a sandwich first. Give her a ding dong. <laughs> she wants some dessert. What do you mean? Ginny asked, feeling suddenly panicked. I'm going to go away for a while, Harry said, looking away and frowning. For how long? Ginny asked sadly. I don't know. I promise I'll write. <laughs> Oh, I need to be away from everything I know and find out who I am. We know how shitty of a pen pal he is. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jenny, you what's like your favorite flying? color? <laughs> 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 I don't know. I promise I'll write. I need to be away from everything I know and find out who I am. I need to eliminate all of my doubt. All of it, Harry said. You know how there's there's fan in and there's canon? Mm-hmm. I think we need like wang in. You know, like oh, right. our sure. wang in is that Harry's a terrible pen pal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he and Remus wrote. That's Pannon. That's our Paterotica canon. Pannon. 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 There we go. Yeah. He's a terrible pen pal. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I've barely seen you in a year. You're going away again? What about finishing school? Ginny said, wanting to beg him not to go. I don't think I'll be going <laughs> hey back guys, to Hogwarts. I read that as finishing school. Yeah. Like the school you go to for like manners Proper. and etiquette. Yeah. <laughs> what about finishing school? How and he's crossed his legs do? at his ankles. Find yourself there. <laughs> I thought you were going to go to finishing school. <laughs> you know he's going to meet Draco there. <laughs> you have to, <laughs> to have your cotillion. And Draco's also teaching finishing school. <laughs> I don't think I'll be going back to Hogwarts. Actually, Kingsley offered me a position as an Auror. Nearly killed me to tell him I couldn't accept yet, Harry said. Jenny knew how much of a sense of duty Harry felt that truly must have been difficult for him to turn down. I'm sorry. I feel like I need to do this, Harry said, then turned back to look at her directly, tears and determination in his eyes. Ginny realized there were tears in hers as well. She reached across the blanket and took one of his sandwiches. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and took, <laughs> took one of his hands in hers. We don't have to call it off again, though, Harry said, looking oh. regretful. That wouldn't be fair to either of us, Harry. How can I ask you to remain faithful to me while you're off trying to find yourself, Ginny it's said. It's simple. You just ask. Ginny. I mean, finding himself doesn't mean he has to go, like, bone the wizarding world. He's not finding himself inside someone yeah. else. Maybe he is. Found. My mom <laughs> used to say, check your underpants. You're in there. <laughs> what does it mean? Well, I, would ne- I would never say, like... <laughs> Because she would hear about people being like, oh, I'm going to go find myself. Oh. And we weren't allowed to go find ourselves. <gasps> it was like, check your underpants. You're in there. Your mom said underpants? That's so amazing. <laughs> so cute. So here I am. Oh, <laughs> checking your underpants. So, like so fate great. brought you here. Yeah. That's so great. <laughs> I'm not sure the two things are incompatible. Why does what we do with other people invalidate what we feel for each other? Ooh, Polly. As long as we always come back to each other, that's what matters, Harry said. Ginny hadn't thought of it that way before, but it made sense now that Harry had said it. She had a fleeting thought about Luna Lovegood, but she buried it for the moment. To be revisited at a later date. Yeah. Oh, we're hoping a later Four episode. shadow. To be buried at a later date, <laughs> am I Something's right? Something's getting buried in Luna. Foreplay shadow. 
Ginny looked at Harry intently. She studied his face in all its beauty and form, feeling a pang of longing already. Before she knew what she was doing, she had crawled across the blanket to push her lips into his, letting them slide together in warmth. Ginny pulled herself onto his lap as he fell back against the grass. For some reason, I feel like the song Strawberry Wine should be playing for this. You guys know that song? Come on. Like that country song? Like Strawberry Wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 17. It's like a really like cheesy country song. And she's, <laughs> she's sort of like Strawberry Wine. She is. Strawberry Wine was the OG rosé. It's not the same thing, but sort like of like... Boone's, wasn't there a Boone's Farm flavor? Strawberry wine? Wasn't it like strawberry something? I don't know, maybe. Probably. Boone's Farm, I thought, was like... Maybe, is that like... I think it's a strawberry one. But I don't think it's wine. It's like a malt beverage. No, I think it's wine. I mean, wine in first sure location. <laughs> like the lowest grade wine you could ever create. <laughs> like, I don't think grapes are involved. Yeah, it's okay. like raisins. <laughs> if they were drinking Boone's Farm on a sexy picnic, it'd be Bones Farm. Okay. <laughs> Bones Farm. Bones Farm. Ginny pulled herself onto his lap as he fell back against the grass, their mouths barely losing each other for even a moment. Harry lifted back up. Ginny wrapped around him tightly as they kissed. She reached down and lifted the bottom of his T-shirt, which he then helped her pull off. Harry began to fumble with removing a robe, so Ginny stood up, quickly pulling them off until she was standing there in the forest, only in her knickers. Wait, she was in She's casual clothes and in a forest. Robes? What? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> she was in casual clothes and also her robes. <laughs> That's like a, a lot of layers. Like, okay. Ginny <laughs> sat back up. Harry lifted her up, kissing down her neck to the wave of freckles. Oh, she sat on his lap. Yeah, over her small breasts. He gave each of her small, hard nipples a slow suck, making her gasp and moan. Each. Equal nipple play. Ginny lowered herself again, down to kiss Harry as she embraced him tightly, enjoying the warmth of his flesh against hers. Harry moved a hand between them to cup her through her knickers. Oh, Ginny lightly <laughs> moaned as, her, as his fingers curved around her dampness, only quickening oh, her ache. That's a new one, you guys. Dampness. Her dampness. Oh. Sounds like musty. It sounds like if you leave like patio furniture outside. Like, are you, or like laundry didn't fully <laughs> dry yeah. and it's just in the dryer, like half yeah. dry. You're so wet, Harry said with delight. You see what you do to me? Merlin, I want to consume you. I wish we had lubricating potion, Ginny Oh, if said. only we had magic. Yeah. Harry's cock was a bit thick, and taking it without lubricant wasn't ideal. If only she had expected this. Lay back, Harry, Ginny suggested. Harry did as requested, holding Ginny's weight on his midsection as he lay back on his arms, smiling up at her. Ginny sat right on the hardness in his trousers, biting her lip with excitement. Ginny reached down and undid his trousers, her hands trembling with urgency as she exposed his hard cock. Ginny took it in the palm of her hand, feeling the softness and the heat. Her hand glided over the head, feeling the dampness of the tip and rubbing it into his thick shaft. Are you guys here still? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no jokes to be made. Ginny let go his cock, then stood up quickly to pull off her knickers. Standing over him, she slid a finger down past her red curls to her slit, moaning she expo- explored herself. <laughs> <laughs> what does your mom say again? Check your underpants. Check You're in there. Check your underpants. She in there. She then lowered herself back down and pushed herself onto his cock, letting it slide between her slit, angled her clit to rub against his. Mmm, how does that feel? Ginny said with a wink. Nice. Harry said. His Harry, mouth you hanging do better open. than that. He's like, fine. <laughs> it's cool. Ginny <laughs> thought it felt bloody great. If she couldn't take him inside of her without discomfort, this was the next best option especially since she had discovered she preferred being on top. Ginny plays oh, the girl who topped. Wait, he's in her though, right? Like she's like angled. He's, angled. It's okay. just like there. It's not inside. It's her. not in it's yet. Just, okay. To rub against it. Against it. Okay. 
Ginny placed her hands on the fine form of Harry's chest as she oh. slid his cock against her clit. Harry reached down and squeezed her bum, but didn't attempt to guide her rhythm. Feel good, Harry? Ginny asked with a smile. Merlin, yes. Harry said and let out a small groan as his hand stayed tightly on her bottom. Ginny rode Harry's cock as she glanced over a chirping crested lark <laughs> that was in the branch of a tree just off the pond. beautiful. Ginny smiled and turned back to Harry, whose head was thrown back in ecstasy. Are you going to come, Harry? I'm close, too. Ginny admitted. I think I can hold on, Harry said, licking his lips. Ginny rocked her pelvis hard, feeling the tension rising rapidly. Oh, oh, Harry, mm, fuck, Ginny moaned as she sent herself over the edge, shaking over Harry's cock. The way that this is, Lindsay, for your diorama that you're building, <laughs> I believe is, I feel like she's like literally riding his on shaft. his penis. Like his shaft. Not in. Yeah. So it, it's hey, like she's Allie's like, the one that asked the semantics she, this time. She's like a Quidditch player like, like on his a broom. broom. <gasps> I think we call this the Nimbone 6969 <laughs> is, the, is the move. And, and she's such a good Quidditch player. That's so Quidditch. Yeah. Ride Quidic. the broom. <laughs> this is going to be the longest 10-time pun episode. Quidditch. Boom ride. Nimboner. <laughs> <laughs> She's not a Quidditch player. She just crushes a lot. The Nimbone 69. <laughs> <laughs> Harry squeezed her bottom again as she pushed down on his cock, her orgasm moving through her in waves. Once her shuddering had ceased, she asked, did you come? She knew it felt sticky and wet down there, but also knew it could all easily be from her. No, Ginny, I want to make you come again, Harry said. <gasps> oh. Generosity. What a guy. What He's a generous. guy. Generous. Oh, what did you have in mind, Ginny? Allie, asked. this reminds me of if, if at first you don't succeed, try, 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 try. a gin. Oh. Try, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. <laughs> that one ended up on the cutting room floor. So glad we could reuse it. <laughs> Still available. <laughs> oh, what did you have in mind, Ginny asked giddily. Put this. Harry said, reaching down to slide his fingers against her wetness that still hovered over his cock on my mouth. Uh, translation, sit on my face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> For those of you in the back. <laughs> oh. Papa hungry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I only brought a half sandwich. <laughs> the picnic ain't done yet. <laughs> the picnic ain't gonna eat itself. <laughs> Toss this <laughs> <laughs> Course two. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Bone appetite. We've made that before. Oh. A moose bush. <laughs> <laughs> That's a smart food humor. Yeah. <laughs> it's called a foodie sex pun. Oh, Ginny said. Harry really seemed to love giving head. After oh. all, it was the first thing they'd ever done together, but they'd never done it like that before. Ginny got up from Harry, and he slid down onto the blanket, making sure to dust grass and dirt from his black hair. He also took the moment to finally restore his trousers and his pants, setting them aside. Remove. <laughs> oh. You finally took the moment to <laughs> yeah. remove. Okay. You said restore, like to put them back on. <laughs> you fully I just, I just let out. I was like, that's weird. I thought he just wanted to cream in his pants. <laughs> uh, no, I like sex with my pants on. Thank you very much. Good Excuse friction. Me. Zip that up. Restore his trousers. <laughs> he also took the moment to finally remove his trousers and his pants, setting them aside. Harry lay back and wet his lips in anticipation. Ginny stood over <laughs> his head, then slowly lowered her flesh to his eager mouth. <laughs> oh no, Danny, I knew you were going to. Ginny pushed her sopping flesh onto his mouth. Wait. It sounds like a monster. Sopping flesh. Sopping. Guys, I'm trying to work out a joke about like Al Fresco and Cunnilingus. Like Al Fre- like he's dining Al Fresco right now. 
You guys get it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Alfresconalingus. Alfrescock, you know? Yeah. Pal fresco. Gal, Gal fresco. fresco. Do we say that in, in perfect unison? Yes. Again? Freaky. Uh, All right, keep going. Jenny, Gal Fresco. <laughs> yes, Danny, that's right. right. Yes, perfect. We'll do there that needs, one. There needs to be a ringtone for the dogs. That's Allie and I at the same time going, Gal Fresco, and then Danny going, Gal Fresco. Just like a whole beat later. Ginny <laughs> pushed her sopping flesh onto his mouth, then leaned down, propping herself up under her hands so she wouldn't put all the pressure on his mouth and risk suffocating him. <laughs> God. It's not like what are you wow. just like picking your feet up off the ground and just like <laughs> Harry's like, hold on one second. Gillyweed, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, dang. I'm the drown inside of you. <laughs> that could come in handy. <laughs> Harry's mouth glided against her flesh, enveloping it as he licked and sucked. Ginny rocked her pelvis slightly, wanting to desperately grind herself into his mouth. Oh yes, it wouldn't take her long to come again like this. Ginny wasn't sure where Harry had learned such skills or if he had just been innately born with them, but wherever they came from, she felt immense gratitude. Mmm, Harry, that's bloody incredible, Ginny said in the strained moan. Harry moved over her clit with ease and passion. It was like he was having the best snog of his life down there. (laughs) Harry, I want to fuck your face, Ginny begged, knowing with some extra control she could really come hard. Harry tapped her thigh in approval and made an affirmative sound. <laughs> he started like Morse coding on her, t- yeah. on her thigh. Ginny pushed down and ground her flesh into his eager mouth and furiously lapping tongue. Ginny could feel herself edging closer and closer back to climax. It was hard keeping a perfect rhythm and she was grateful for Quidditch. <gasps> and given her such strong lower body strength. <laughs> Fuck Harry, I'm going to come so hard. Ginny groaned. Ginny looked up at the treetops <laughs> and let out a deep moan as pleasure rushed through her, her body contorting as Harry clutched her thighs, continuing to lap at her swollen and sensitive clit. I'm picturing her doing like a Tarzan scream and beating her chest as she's riding on top of Getting it. Merlin feels so good, Ginny said, moaning again. He's got that parcel tongue also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Coming in handy. Her body went nearly limp while Harry continued to kiss and nuzzle her down there. She wasn't sure she could even feel much of anything now <laughs> and lifted <laughs> off his face to slide down his body, moving her face to his cock. Okay, let's finish you off now, shall we? Ginny said. Ginny pushed her mouth down the wide head of Harry's cock, sucking down to the, r- the rim, then back up. Reem jab. <laughs> Shit, Harry called out. Harry said like three words this entire time. He said, fuck Merlin. And shit. And, and like, I want to see good. other people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Literally, that's How's it. How's the sandwich? <laughs> that's all I said. Sounds like exactly like my type. <laughs> Sounds like a robot. <laughs> Hi, fuck, shit. I'm not ready for anything serious. <laughs> so Sandwiches? I'm going to finishing school. <laughs> I'm off to finishing school. <laughs> la, 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 la. Ginny gripped his shaft gently and stroked as she continued to suck on his head. Ginny could taste his arousal and knew it wouldn't be long until Harry found his sweet release in her mouth. She sped up her rhythm, longing to hear her boyfriend's moans of ecstasy. Merlin, gin, shit, I'm close. Off to finishing school. Sandwiches for two. (laughs) Harry said, breathing hard. Ginny sucked rapidly over the head, listening as Harry's breath grew more ragged. Mm, mm, oh, oh, fuck, oh, Harry moaned loud and deeply, nearly echoing. <laughs> His cock twitched hard, spilling out on her tongue, which she easily swallowed, not minding the taste at all, of course. Yep. She continued to suck, making Harry jerk with sensitivity. Ah, okay, okay, I'm done, <laughs> Harry said. He's Tell like, me you love me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, well, if I wasn't going to dump you before, <laughs> definitely now. <laughs> 
Ginny licked the tip of his cock once more, then released it, smiling up at him with pride. Ginny climbed on top of him, then fell down onto him in a sweaty heap. Ginny leaned into his mouth for a deep kiss, appreciating the happy sounds he made. She lay on his chest, euphoria beginning to slip away. She remembered how this all got started. I guess there was something to remember me by, Ginny said a little sadly. That was certainly... Now that's what it is. Bone voyage. <gasps> yeah. That's what goodbye go. sex yeah. is called. That was certainly Harry started, then tried to catch his breath before continuing. Memorable. They lay there for a time in silence with the sounds of the forest, their only companions. I'm going to miss you, Harry. I'm glad we've had the last month together, at least, Ginny said. Don't worry, Jen. I'll be back, and things will be different. I promise, Harry said, wrapping an arm around her back and holding her to him tightly. I picture him, like, getting up with, like, a knapsack, with, like, a stick, with just, like, a sack. <laughs> That's called like a bindle. A fam- <laughs> like a bindle. On his- <laughs> He's, like, Climbs tra- aboard a dragon and flies gonna away. He's going to try to, like, <laughs> trot off into the forest. <laughs> After a short while, they got up, dressed themselves... <laughs> and cleaned up, just as silently as when they arrived. Finally, as they were about to apparate, Ginny asked the thing she'd been afraid to ask. When are you leaving? Exactly, I mean. Immediately. <laughs> Almost. I've already packed. I was just waiting to tell you, Harry confessed. So, <gasps> so mean. Ginny closed her eyes and nodded, not surprised by his answer, but sad nonetheless. She wrapped her arms around him, giving him a kiss as they apparated back to the burrow. Deep, 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 deep. Deep, 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 deep. September 1st, 1998. Ginny's head rested against the window of the cabin of the Hogwarts Express that she, Luna, and Hermione were seated in. She was thinking about Harry and wondering where he was right at the moment. After being gone for nearly an entire year on the run hunting horcruxes, he had declared that he needed time to figure himself out, that he no longer had a piece of you-know-who inside of him, and headed out alone early in the summer. He had sent a letter via Owl three weeks ago from Prague, of all places, Mm. but he'd had plenty of time to move around since then, even if he wasn't using apparition. Ginny had been understanding at first, but a week after he left, the anger set in, which eventually departed to make way for deep sadness. Are you all right, Ginny? Hermione asked. Ginny made a small frown and shrugged, accidentally startling Luna, who was passed out on her shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) We're not to Hogwarts yet, Luna observed, sleepily. (laughs) Ginny glanced at Luna, who was rubbing a pale hand on a bleary eye. No, we're not. You can go back to sleep, Luna, Ginny said, turning back to the window. Luna yawned, then rested her head back on Ginny's shoulder and placed a hand on Ginny's arm. It's Harry, isn't it? Hermione asked, clearly not willing to leave Ginny to her misery. Ginny nodded, but didn't remove her eyes from the passing scenery outside the train. Ginny believed they were passing through Yorkshire at the moment. I miss him too, Hermione said, and Ginny finally looked over at Hermione. Hermione was giving Ginny a sympathetic frown. Ginny realized that she could give in to bitterness and remind Hermione that she had got to spend weeks and weeks alone with Harry in a tent last year, but she resisted. I do sort of understand. I really won't be able to see Ron much this year, Hermione said. Where's Ron? I think in the actual canon, Hermione went back to school after the Battle of Hogwarts and finished her final year. And, and Ron didn't. Ron and Harry didn't. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, I suppose, Ginny acknowledged. Hermione slouched over, seeming defeated and resting her chin on one of her dark-skinned hands. Ginny closed her eyes and said, I'm sorry, I'm fine, really. I managed the summer well enough. I just didn't realize how hard it would be to go to Hogwarts for another year without him, until now. It's difficult, and I plagued with a million terrible thoughts and fears. I know it's what's best for Harry, and there's no question that he's worth waiting for. It just hurts, and I'm ready for life to stop moving, just so we can be together, really together. Hermione sat back up and nodded. Luna lightly squeezed Ginny's forearm and rubbed the side of her face into her shoulder in small affection. The year will pass much faster than you suspect, and he'll be back, Hermione said with a smile. Ginny faked a smile and said, probably, I suppose we were always going to be apart this year anyway. I don't think Harry had any intention of coming back to Hogwarts this year. Ron either, though I did try to convince him, Hermione said. 
<laughs> Bet that didn't go well, Ginny said. <laughs> Not very, Hermione admitted. Ginny laughed and shook her head. Her brother could be so predictable. <sighs> Thanks, Hermione, for cheering me up, I mean, Ginny said. Hermione smiled at her. It was no problem, Hermione said, then promptly stood up. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a whole lot of cheering up done. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. You're Thanks. also miserable? Great. <laughs> I feel better. Well, at least you didn't try and convince it's her like to she stay like a fool. Her, she didn't cheer her up. She like They like cheered down together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to check on things. I'm head girl after all, Hermione said, then quickly left the cabin. Ginny glanced at Luna, who had a small smile on her thin lips as her head still rested against her shoulder. Luna, why don't you lay your head on my lap instead? <gasps> it will be more comfortable for both of us, Ginny insisted. All right, thank you, Luna said, then shifted her body, stretched out, then moved her head toward Ginny's lap where she laid it down, her bedraggled, dirty blonde hair falling into her face. I'm going to fuck your face. <laughs> she, she uses that line. She's like, it works last time. <laughs> Ginny reached down and pulled Luna's hair out of her eyes. Luna made a happy sound, and within moments, Ginny could hear her slightly snoring again. Ginny looked back out the window. She wondered again where Harry was and if he was thinking of her. The end. Well, so much to unpack. Because Harry already packed everything. (laughs) (laughs) Before they even had a conversation. (laughs) When the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you ones up or down? (laughs) Check your underpants. Are you still in there, Dan? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow. Um, okay, so first of all, the story started out so sexy and steamy. I'm here for it. I think my wand is a little down, though, because I feel like that was kind of a sad circumstance to have sex. I get it. It was hot, steamy sex. But, man, if someone just basically told me they took me on a sexy picnic to dump me and leave <laughs> for a year without like a, a definite return date, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be like... Jenny was a cool person because she like could have easily. I like a bisex, and Harry wanted to stay together. She didn't. Remember, he was like, "We could stay together and like figure it out." Yeah, but that's not really fair to her. Yeah, I mean, long distance yeah. people do it. Yeah. So I think I'm a little down. I'm a little down right now. But sex is hot. But the circumstance made me a little sad. Your emotional wand is down. My emotional wand is down. My physical wand is a through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm wands up. I thought it was so great and silly and. I love it. Yeah, I thought that um, like they were basically like tumbling through the f- woods as she <laughs> was up and down and all around. Yeah, thought- and, and we like we haven't gotten a ton of like foreplay-ish things in stories in the past, so it was nice to see all of that happening. Yeah, and it was like her natural Quidditch instincts yeah. kicked in her to strong, ride. Yep, strong um, lower body. So I love this. Um, also curious, I mean, for sure something in Ginny and Luna is going to happen because that was the first person she thought of. And oh, yeah. She's on her lap. Oh, yeah. She's getting close to Ginny's genitalia. Genitalia. Maybe, have, we know, genita- have we said genitalia yet? Genitalia? Yeah. Oh. oh. I like that. Gina, tell me about she's, it instead. She's oh, going to get that tattoo <laughs> above her genitalia. Yes. Yeah, I thought it was great. And then I... I love the progress of the story. Like, we're already a couple months later. They're going back to school. Mm-hmm. So we're getting some Hogwarts. We haven't been back at Hogwarts in a bit. The Hogwarts sex press. The sex press. So we haven't had, we haven't had train sex yet. That could be, hopefully. Could, you know, I was just thinking, that. like, there's the Mile High Club, but it, what is this? Track sex. Track sex. <laughs> Track sex. <laughs> dangerous. That sounds really dangerous. Railing. 
Oh, oh yeah, getting railed. There getting we railed. Go. I'm about it. Awesome. Well, I'm so excited. Let us know where your wand is. We'll do our kind of regular posts, and then we'll also obviously post about the season eight story writing. Stay tuned to the end of the. Uh, obviously, stay tuned to right now because we have three super sexy poderotic songs coming up. And then if you're not a dong yet, check it out. We're doing fun stuff on there always. So, okay. Bye. See ya. Harry's mom has got it going on. Harry's mom has got it going on. Back when I was a student at Hogwarts. Wasn't funny, cool, or good at sports. But there was one way I was number one. As the friend, the best friend of your mom. You know I'm not the sniffly boy that I used to be. I'm not hanging in my underpants for all Hogwarts to see. Harry's mom has got it going on. The only one I've wanted for so long. Her mighty can't you see? You're just not the girl for me. James has a bigger dong, but I'm in love with Harry's mom. One day I got mad and called her a mudblood So she nipped her friendship in the bud Then she dated James and broke my heart I joined the Dark Lord, which wasn't smart I know you think I should give up this fantasy But when I look into your eyes All I see is my lily Harry's mom has got it going on She's all I want and I waited for so long Her mighty can't you see You're just not the girl for me James has a bigger tongue But I'm in love with Harry's mom I'm Jenny, and we wrote a special collab just for you. Keeping a theme with season sex, we've prepared a special Disney collab just for you guys. And through the magic of technology, we have brought together the voice of Stephanie from DC and the voice of Jenny from PA. I, Stephanie, will be Ron. 
And I, Jenny, will be pansy. And now we present to you, Love is a Locked Door! Okay, are you like really horny? So horny. All these years I thought were just a waste of space. And then suddenly you make pasta bake. Uh, I guess you can have some, cause I've been eating my whole life and carbo-loading. And maybe it's the fire whiskey talking or your pug face. But with you, but with you, my heart starts, starts to, to race. race. When, when you, you kiss me like nobody's done before, love is a locked door. Love is a locked door. My dick gets so hard with you, with you, love is a locked door. It's crazy. What? We hate each other's faces. That's what I was gonna say. I've never met someone who, who makes, makes me so horny. Jinx! Jinx again! Our parents' protestation has caused mutual detestation. You and I are not meant to be. Say goodbye. Say goodbye to the hate of the past. Rub a dub one out and hope for more. Love is a love. It's so hard with you, with you, with you, with you. love is a lot. Can I say something crazy? Will you spoon me? Do you think I can be the big spoon? Then yes. Sorry. Hello. This is a song parody from the point of Sirius from the Marauders story and it's to the tune of the uh, CeeLo Green song Forget You but I'm doing the uncensored version so here's your uh, content warning that I'm about to drop the f-bomb quite a few times and I apologize for how shit this probably is and I'm probably not drunk enough to do this, but here I am. Okay. I hear you banging upstairs with the girl I love and I wanna fuck too. I pull out my cock and I give it a tug. I wanna fuck too. Come on, you said if I could convince ya, I could get with ya. Hmm, now ain't that some shit. And then James kiss that bitch, we can get back at him with this, let me fuck you. Now girl, I'm addicted to your clit, and I can really get you there. I guess I'm a nimbus, and he's more clean sweep, but the way you ride your broom ain't fair. I pity the fool that fucks James after you, yeah. Ooh, I got some news for you, yeah. Go run and tell your little boyfriend. 
I see you banging in the tub with the girl I love and I wanna fuck too. I climb in all surprised and pull out my cock. We're gonna fuck you. I will fuck James too. Said if we went harder, we might could tame ya. Huh, now ain't that some shit. And though we've fucked both your holes, you'll still begging for more, shouting, Fuck you. For more erotic goodness, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Poderotica Podcast. Or join our private Facebook group, The Poderotics. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit us at poderoticapodcast.com. And if you like what you're listening to, make sure you're subscribed. And if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. 10 points for nice reviews.